silence. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Boo-boo. May I have your attention, please? Clear the floor, because our forever queen of morning radio, the one who says it like it is and doesn't give a shit, the motherfucking real deal, Miss Kicking the Door, Waving the 4-4, now has a podcast, and it is on fire. Make way for the one, the only, Miss Nah. All right, y'all, welcome to, I think this is episode 12. Hell yeah. Yep, episode 12 of On Five. Uh, I have a superstar uh, with me today. Now, when I met this cat, I was like, wow, he's shy and quiet. But no, it's been how many years later? He really is just a laid back kind of dude. Doesn't mean that his impact on the game is laid back in any way. He's a motherfucking beast. Welcome. DJ Jules, what's up, dude? Jules, baby. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting some drum roll. I don't know why. It will come in post-production now. Don't doubt me. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> How are you? How's things? I'm, Charlie, I'm, okay. I'm okay. fucking freezing. I haven't been in this kind of weather in... For years. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my family's like, but it's not even cold now. Charlie, I'm wearing a pico in the house. Like, I'm doing the most. I got all sweatpants, socks. I'm like, oh, God. Wow. Hey. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, I think I've been to New York around this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit chilly. Mm-hmm. Cold, small. See, you there. You've but been in London for a while. So you say chilly. I don't I'm think, I don't reason. think, yeah, I don't think, yeah. I think most of the times when you go to New York, you don't go around this time. I don't. Spring, I think. And you know what makes it even more fucked up? I'm not. I'm not even in New York. I'm in Texas. Texas is nowhere near as cold as New York is. So I'm really because you have family yeah. there, right? Yeah, man. I'm not used to this yeah, weather yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We used to be in Jersey, but right now only mm. one of us lives in Jersey. My brother. I have a brother who's a cop. He's still in Jersey, but okay. yeah, everybody else. Yeah. Now that's an interesting conversation. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, my baby. When you brother. said the cop, I was yeah, like, he's a cop. He's a police officer. Yep, who has gotten awards twice for doing okay. a fantastic job. You know, so I mean, mm. it's just you. I know I'm taking us off topic for a little bit, but it's just, it's just something yeah. where you have to pray that the the company a person keeps does not corrupt them. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, so that that's our prayer for him and that he stays safe. But yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, he's last baby tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you guys. Mm-hmm. Bro, do you remember, because I've been trying to figure this out. Do you remember the first time we met? It's the been, first time we met. Mm-hmm. It's been ages, I know. You look like you're lying. You lying. 2010. 2010? Where? Because I think I remember, but I don't know if I'm correct. What do you remember? I remember, okay, this was back when I was part of the DJ collective Soul Emotion. It was me, mm-hmm. Kwekwa Nancy, Rodney Savage, and Kobina Graham. And mm-hmm. KG said to me, he was like, yo, nah, there is this cat who kind of plays and sounds like we do Soul Emotion. He's young. He's super, super dope. So there was a house party in East Legon thrown by Mancha Aikwe and Sion before everything went to shit. And he told me that you were going to be DJing with him, so when I come through, I should make sure I check you mm. out. 
So I came through and you were DJing by the pool. And I remember I came over and you you just kind of looked up and you acknowledged and smiled. You know what I mean? Yeah, Manchension. <laughs> we me and Kubala talked about that last episode. Like, man. Mm-mm-mm. But Yes, I remember this. You remember that day? Was that the first day we met? Which is fine. Which is funny. I think I remember I remember I remember something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. first time we met. I think it was was at a party. I can't remember where it was, but I remember mm-hmm. coming up to you and introducing mm-hmm. myself. I swear it was the East Lake One party. I swear it was. But I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to say because I would. I, I don't about think me. I've ever DJed for um, Sion and Manche like having an event together. Actually, it was a house party, and I remember what you yes, were wearing. Yes, you were yes, wearing a yes, football. Yes, you were wearing a yes, football yes. jersey and a pair of jeans. You're right. You know what struck me from remembering this is Kwekwanansi, mm. okay, who was one of our DJs. He used to play the fella part of the Soul in Motion jam. He's gone on to be mm. a full-time like uh, farmer and he runs a plumbing business. Rodney Savage, who was the yeah. founder of Soul in Motion, has his own companies that he's running. KG Corbin Graham has gone on to be uh, a fantastic dad and a university professor. I'm currently about to get back into teaching. The only one who has told the line and stayed the course is you, my brother. And we are so fucking proud of you. <laughs> we are so fucking proud of you. Like, yo, and because you know, you know, this industry, like, it's gangster to stay in it and make a living. So I applaud you yes, for doing your thing. I applaud you for being part of the Grammy nominating board. Like, what the fuck? What the when I when I read it, I was like, "What? How did that happen? What happened? Like when you got the letter, I, like <laughs> yeah, well, you just literally jumped." <laughs> but um, I think um, I think the beginning of the year, maybe last year, even mm-hmm. like late last year, mm-hmm. someone from the Grammys um, hit me up, and he was like, "Bro, I think you should apply." to become like a member of the board mm-hmm. because of how much um, influence you have in regards to your music, your production, mm-hmm. your A&R ability. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think much of it. Cause me, I have my own perception or my own thoughts on what the Grammy really represents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, actually, you know what? I can kind of like use this opportunity to change things. Mm-hmm. Um, the only category really that Africans can really fight for is the world music um, category. Category. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've had people like Fuse, Lucky Darwini. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill Beats, um, all being nominated for their contributions to the album, mm-hmm. but um, they're not really too many. And, and Stone Boy as well. Yes, yeah, Stone Boy. Um, and then obviously recently with Beyonce's soundtrack album, where people like Guilty and 
Um, I, f- I forgot now, but a few a few got names on there mm-hmm. that contributed to that album. Yeah, but the thing is. And again, it's a broad conversation because I feel like Ghanaian music isn't as visible compared to other countries you can say from it. Africa. You can say Nigeria and South Africa. You can say it. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, I mean, I was going to. <laughs> yeah, I like, know you. You did. Nigeria, <laughs> Nigeria South Africa, mm-hmm. Tanzania, mm. Kenya. Um, where is Angelique Kijo from? Um, Benin, right? Is she from Benin, Benin, or, Benin right. or Cameroon? Benin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Benin is yeah one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ghana is not really visible in terms of our music like that on mm-hmm. a world, like a world front. Why? I believe that. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you think that is. The big, I think it's the language barrier. I think it's the sound. I think. Um, people haven't really been able to identify with it properly. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because other countries have been tapping into our sound. Thank you. And been stealing a living. Thank you. From. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. So I I feel like if you're comparing, like, like you know, like when someone has a Lamba, mm-hmm. so like Nigerian Lamba or Ghanaian Lamba, mm-hmm. I think like the Nigerian lamba is a lot more suited to the to the masses. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's more catchier. Yeah, it sounds a bit sweeter. It sounds a bit more groovy mm-hmm. as compared to us. Yeah, because really and truly, people don't really know. They don't need to know what we're talking about or understand what it means. Exactly, they just need to you feel understand? it. Mm-hmm. They just need to feel it, yeah. and I feel like that feeling is not there in our music for the masses. It's there for us. Because mm-hmm. we're gone in. Mm-hmm. Think of our big stars at the moment. Burner. And and when I say when I say Please. big stars, no, 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 not even not. I'm talking Ghana. Okay. Kim Promise. Yep. Stone. Shatawale. Sark. Yeah. Stoneboy. Sarkodie. Mm-hmm. And Kwame Eugene. I'll probably even I I'll even throw Kwame Eugene in there. Okay. Oh shit. I'll throw like Fuso DG in there. Okay. Like in terms of top five that are making a huge impact as Ghanaian artists. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, honorable mentions are Kwame Eugene, mm-hmm. Kidi, um, um, Ifia, um, um, and, and, and these are all like old school, new school mixed together. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they are their global stars amongst Ghanaians around the world. Yes! You understand what that yeah. means? Yeah. So in other words, they are not global stars amongst the masses. And when the I masses. say the masses, I'm talking about different everybody. ethnicities. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about everybody. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yep. So if you're going to put together, for example, let's say the new school artists. Let's say Rema. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Rema. Let's say... Quasi Arthur, because mm-hmm. those are two new school artists that kind of like came up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Maybe Remo was even late. He was later, yeah. Quasi Arthur had yeah, started. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If you go to New York, mm-hmm. right, and you're walking down the street and you ask someone, hey, do you know Remo? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, mm, 
Not sure. What song did he sing? Then you start singing to maybe. Do maybe. Do maybe. They may get it. Yep. They'll be like, oh, I know that joint. I've heard it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've mean, i heard him. I mean, I've heard of him before. Mm-hmm. But if, if you ask him about Grind Day. Because if Grind Day. Yes. They're going to be clueless. Yep. Absolutely. And there's no disrespect. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is that, that, you know, people just don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between our music and then theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, Burner mm-hmm. is a super global star. Yeah, man. On his own. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate he didn't get that Grammy. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's not just about popularity when it comes to the Grammys. So, uh, impact mm-hmm. and to be fair, Angelique Kijo yes has been grinding in yeah for years, and so you know it's kind of like familiarity. Mm-hmm. I don't. I to be honest, I just don't know how it works. Well, well, I'm pretty sure that but now that you're in the, the mix on the mm-hmm. well, this is the thing. They're not a lot. I mean, they they gave us the stats. Okay, they're not a lot of black people mm-hmm. and African people mm-hmm. on the board. Mm-hmm. Is so it? you don't really have a lot of people making good recommendations with regards to our music. Hmm. Is you it? I mean? Yeah. Right is, now we have mm-hmm. myself, we have Spino, we have Van Cooley, Um uh, Let me ask you this though. Who are all doing well and they're very right, but okay, go on. Now, what what are we missing? Because you this this problem does not apply to you, and I'm gonna tell you why I say this. My sister on random days of the week will decide that, okay, she wants to clean the house or work in her garden or do whatever. And she'll turn on her TV, uh, go to Pandora and she'll type in, um, I don't know, WizKid, right? And then, you know, Pandora will pick other sounds that, yeah. After about three or four WizKid joints, it went to other artists. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was listening and doing stuff around the house with her. And at some point, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, 65% of this shit is jewels. If it okay. wasn't you, okay. it was a track you had produced. Wow. And I was like, yo, my nigga is making like serious headway. You see what I'm saying? So whatever formula yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to teach it to the others. And I know you tried to, because I remember a couple of well, years back. Well, this is the thing. I have uh, tried to do this. I know. I know. Yep. What was the workshop called? Well, you see, I don't like to come across the workshop was called process. There you go. Process. Yep. Yep. You said you don't want to come across as what? Process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin and Kwame. Shout outs to them. Yeah. Um, but you see, the thing is, when it comes to those things and advising artists, mm-hmm. like, yo, this is what you're supposed to do. This, this, that, and the third. There always comes, there's always some excuse. I think I think a lot of them, their focus is different. Okay, we're talking about Ghanaian artists? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ghanaian okay. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need to give this advice to Nigerians. Yeah, true. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, Nigerians, they're over 100 million in their country alone. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So their impact is significant. Mm-hmm. If a Nigerian is up and coming, mm-hmm. he's going to have a decent number of people so at least stream his song and build popularity for him, whether he or she decides to push it significantly or not. True. Ghanaians, we're a bit different, but I feel like our focus is a bit different. 
What is our I focus like, on? Like, cause we tripping. Y'all tripping. Quit tripping. I think I think it's just more fame and attention. The bullshit. I feel I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's um but you see, then again, it's not even the artist's fault. Sometimes I blame media and a lot of the personalities mm-hmm. and the perception that's being created mm-hmm. by them that artists feel they need to keep up with to be able to have the attention um, that they're seeking from the people. Hmm. You, you know, I think it was it was Afrochella last year when yeah. we were on the panel. And we were going to be talking yeah. about the Ghanaian music industry. I knew that you were a real cat, but I didn't know how real you were until you called me like a day before or the day of. Yeah. And you were like, yo, now. So we on this panel together, and I just want to know, are you going to fucking tell the truth? And I'm like, huh? Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. (laughs) I loved you. I loved you for that. (laughs) The the fact of the matter is, like, Mm -hmm. we like to sugarcoat things. Yeah. Yes. And make things like everything is gravy. And yes, that's the GH way. But the fact of the matter is, it's not. It, It really isn't. I'll tell you this, right? Like, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Music, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not even use Apple Music. Let's say Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify, the biggest African playlist is African Heat. If you go through that playlist, right, ninety mm-hmm. percent of the songs on there are Nigerian. Songs. Of course, Ooh. right? Yeah, it's not our fault. Nigerians are the ones that are killing it at the moment. Mm-hmm. You will find one or two Ghanaian songs in there. But then when you dip deeper and you actually um, check the statistics of how well that song is doing, Mm -hmm. it's very low. Now, the way these DSPs work is that you will get them to place and create the songs and everything to give it a boost, right? Yeah. But the fact of the matter is I can hear a song and if I don't like it, I'll just skip it or I don't get it, I'll just skip it. So the skip rate on a lot of our music is quite high. God damn. So you can be on this African heat playlist for as long as you want to. Mm-hmm. But if people don't like it, then they don't like it. And the DSPs see this. So they're like, listen, the, 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 the consumer is not feeling this song. Let's find a way that we can position it somewhere else. Or we just take it off the playlist completely because we see that people just don't like it. Damn. And then the artist kind of like needs to figure out, okay, how can I get this song like you know popular again? That's when the challenges come in, the dance challenges, this, this, that's an third. Or if you just have the mindset that you're literally just gonna push the same Ghana mm-hmm. and then hope for the best, which is what a lot of that's people literally do. how it works. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Kwame Kwame MP. Mm-hmm. I think amount for girls was the biggest song last year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Now, if you go on um the DSPs and you're looking at the numbers, and I'll tell you why I'm talking about numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, his, the numbers are low with regards to the number of streams that that song has done. Now, you would have thought that biggest song in Ghana, so boom, it will do just great, right? And yeah. the thing is, Spotify supported it as well. Apple Music has supported, supported it as well. But the numbers don't show that. And it's because the masses are not connecting with it. Yeah. And for our genre and our music to grow, mm-hmm. we need to get the attention of the masses, whether we like it or not. We can't just say, 
oh, this is for my people. I only care about my people, this, this, and that. Because the average Ghanaian person does not buy your music. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 like, if they can get it for free download, that's cool. Mm-hmm. If they happen to hear it, that's fine. I, I, I don't I don't I don't understand, but I feel like we don't support our music as much. So this is even the consumer. Forget the DJs and everything, yeah. mm. because the DJs and the presenters at a point they were being called out by a lot of artists. Yeah, they're, they're still being called out. Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> but I can tell you that a lot of the DJs are trying. Yeah. Oh yeah. At, at least I know Loftus. Yep. I know DJ Loftus. I know DJ Isaac Coolers, Mike Smith. Yep. Yep. You know, um, if Vision was obviously in Ghana, he would definitely be doing the same. Yeah, man. But it's not just about even in Bloomberg, iPhone DJ iPhone and DJ. Bruce and mm-hmm. Bela, and all those guys, they play the music, mm-hmm. but the consumer does not gravitate. mess with it as much. Hmm. But when the Drakes and the Burner Boys and everybody comes out, everybody is on them. It's, it's a pop- It's because they're more popular. Hmm. But I guess when it comes to our own, it's difficult. Man, and, and, you know? and that's, I don't know whether we're waiting for us to blow somewhere before we're taken as serious, you know? I, I don't Shatawale know. Wale is our biggest artist right now. Yeah. In terms of everything. Yep. In terms of his name going out as far as it has. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that was really just because of Black is King. Let me, let me ask you this, though, because I'm sure um, our, our younger generation... They see Mr. Easy and they don't know the full story. I credit Mr. Easy's success to you. That whole skin tight, bunkalized sound was you. So yeah. I'm going to ask you this. Have you spotted, because I know y'all met up when he was in Ghana and it just kind of worked. Is there any GH artist that you see that y'all could link up and you could create another mega superstar for GH people to see, oh, we can do this shit. Because right now, a lot of people look at Mr. He's like, oh, he's it's a Nigerian success story, when really, it's a Ghanaian success story. Well, I mean, people forget that he was playing both sides. Okay. I mm-hmm. think he wasn't accepted by the Nigerian people mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when they realized that he was actually Nigerian, mm-hmm. and the sound that we created was unique, mm-hmm. everybody from Nigeria starts to jump on it. Yeah. And then they started reaching out to me. I mean, when we created all of those songs, I heard from everybody. Wow. Um, from Run Town to Burner to mm-hmm. One Day. Do you understand? Yeah. The fun fact, I've never actually said this before. But um, I have a very old version of Mad Over You by Rantown uh-huh. that he wanted me to produce. Uh-huh. Um, that I did, uh-huh. and I sent it to him, but he never used that version. God damn. Wow. And I think it's, it's very obvious that when you listen to that beat, it's literally that type of sound uh-huh. that we started with, with the band class and the skin tight or whatever. So people are really on that sound. Uh-huh. And then when Nigeria started getting, well, when Easy started getting Nigeria's attention, obviously he decided that, you know what, boom, that's why my, my link's in Ghana. Let me just go to Nigeria because yeah. this is where the numbers are, this mm-hmm. is where the money's are, boom, 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 right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. To answer your question in regards to whether we can have another success story like that, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I have tried, actually quite recently, 
Okay. You see, because of the experience that I've had, when I see certain things, I just already know that it's not going it's to not work. It's not going to work. Because you need to be able to listen. You need to be able to understand what exactly it is that I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of them that like to try and pull a fast one, a lot looking for a quick hit. Mm. And then, you know, a sick video. Um, and then just get everybody's attention and they feel like that's the end. That's it. That's all work like that. You don't understand that when Easy and I made those records, we were literally investing in the song on socials. Mm-hmm. You know, Easy, you know, he's a marketing guru. He really so is. He was throwing ads and, 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 and engaging with some of these important tools that push your songs to the limit. Mm-hmm. So Google ads, YouTube ads. Um, you know, engaging in PR. So PR is so important. People feel like they don't know that. PR is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's going to push you ahead of everybody in terms of the front pile. You know, when you're yep. at work and then, you know, you put a pile on your desk. It's all about what's on top of the desk. Yep. And that's what you deal with first. Because you have to pay. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to pay your way to get to the top of the pile. Mm-hmm. And it increases your chance of your stuff to be checked. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yep. And obviously he was learning as the job. He was learning on the job. Mm-hmm. You understand? And reinvesting in the money that he was making. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now, obviously everybody have their own, has their own experiences with him. Yeah. Which I let them Tell speak it. about when yeah. they ask or whatever. Mm-hmm. From a business side and from a personal side, it wasn't that great for me. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Mm. Um. Then, and then that's just where, where it is. And not even from a business side, you know, from like a, a personal side as well, which I won't get into. You see, and that's the thing. There were but rumors then, for years, but both of y'all kept it professional. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have any problems. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I will say that there was a certain point where I was a bit distraught about the situation because mm. I just felt like I'd done all of this and then, you know, to, to be treated a certain way mm. um, by certain people who have later had the same experience as well. Mm. And then they realized that, oh, so this, this is what happened with Jules. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. I think luckily for me, because I just kept going, some people wouldn't be able to do it again. Some people would be like, man, fuck this. I'm not doing this music shit ever again. Yeah. Yeah, you understand. Mm-hmm. But for me, I guess it was the passion. Yes, and I think it's because of the decision that I made to take the the route of being an artist slash producer slash DJ, mm-hmm. and literally just building a brand for myself, and not just being a, a producer or somebody who's making beats and just shipping stuff around. And I believe that I started, or not even started, because people have been doing that in the States, mm-hmm. from likes of Jay Dilla to Pete Rock to DJ Premier and stuff like that. But from an African perspective, there are not too many people who are doing it. Yeah. And now we have everyone doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, DJ Spinner, DJ Tours, even though they're not full-on producers, they're very good um, producers in terms of getting the right people who can make the music and the right artists together to be on that and then track. Make a br- yeah, and then build a brand for themselves mm-hmm. because they're amazing DJs as well. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I do have to commend you though, because there have been times where I have seen you tweet stuff and I know 
that all is not well. You see what I'm saying? Like, you've tweeted some stuff, and I'm like, damn, who messing with Jules? Who do I have to fight? Like, I've seen some tweets, and I'm like, damn. But every time, you ju- you just keep it moving. You just keep it moving. And I know I jumped over a whole lot and went straight to the Grammys, but that's how you made it yeah. to the Grammys. You see what I'm saying? We all know yeah. that this industry is cutthroat, is ruthless. It can be very fleeting and fickle. But you have just persevered in spite of the 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 heartbreak and the the disappointments yeah. and realizing that oh, so we weren't really friends the way I thought we were friends kind of thing. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I feel like that is a lesson that I learned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in life in general. Anyway, yeah, you know, like it's not everybody that's your friend, man. Mm, true. And I feel like for me, and I probably learned these things later. Mm-hmm. And I should have listened to my mom when she was when she was saying these things because shouldn't we all have? <laughs> she always used to say, "Yeah, I right? mean, no, but I mean, everybody, all of us wanted to listen to our moms." Yeah, <laughs> but some of the things that she's actually said mm-hmm. have actually come t- to being. Like you know, she's like, "Not everybody's your friend." True. Mothers have this intuition. They of, sure do. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They, they have sure this intuition. do. Charlie, women, we, we are just, we are just, we're just superior beings. What can I say? But <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you have to go there, right? Of course, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go there. Come mm-hmm. on now, as if you don't know me. Let me ask you this though: since we're speaking about you know life lessons and your life and all of that, I mm-hmm. will ask you this because I have been mm-hmm. chasing this interview. People know. Because I've been like, damn, I'm trying to get Jules on the podcast. So my listeners know that I've been trying to chase your ass down for like about mm-hmm. a month. And one of the things that you said to me when I was trying to get an interview, you were like, yo, mm-hmm. nah, this weekend is a big weekend. Like, it's, it's my girlfriend's birthday and da-da-da-da-da. And you made it sound like it was a big, big weekend. Did you pop the question? Yeah. What you do? You 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 pull out a ring. Oh, you, you put a ring on it. That's the question you asked. That's the question. What did you do? Will you marry me, Louise? Oh, Charles. Yes. <laughs> I know it is. Uh huh. Um, in life now, I've just decided that. Oh God, Jules, 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 answer the question. Did you put a oh, ring no, on that's, it? This is this is the answer. This to the, the answer. Question. Okay. All right. This is the answer to the question. Okay. That, I'm, gonna, you I'm know. gonna be patient. Oh shit! Here we go again. Family is what's important. Mm-hmm. And so over the last few years, 2014, 15, 16, wherever, mm-hmm. I was just like, go, 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 mm-hmm. go. Um, and disregarding a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know, my sister would call, I wouldn't pick up, oh. or I forgot to call her back. Mm. You know, my parents would call, my brother, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I always used to think that, you know, all of these can be solved Yeah. with you know, gifts and money and you just say to your sister, oh, have this or I'll give you this or I'll mm-hmm. give you that, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And any, anytime I come to Ghana, I would, you know, um, I'd literally just be booked up for the whole two, three weeks down oh. there. And I'll probably just see them in the morning. Oh. Um, and then in the evening, it's like, peace, y'all, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. And just come back late. Mm-hmm. And the same with my partner as well, where we would plan stuff and I would cancel it. And I've done it so many times. Damn. And then she would, and then we had even a lot. There was there was a breakup as well. Mm. So that breakup was for about a year. Damn. And 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 um, during that whole period was like a crazy time because this was kind of like when I was trying to pick up the steam that I was gaining after making all of this music and stuff. Mm. But then she was like, Nah, you're just you know 
you know, yeah, you you're know, a workaholic. Yeah, work. Not even that. It's just you know, I just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff changed, and then on top of that, I was working a nine to five, and that was stressing me out as well. So my whole demeanor was not very positive. Mm-hmm. So I was losing the important things in my life, which yeah. was family relationships, mm-hmm. you know, your own personal relationship. Yeah. So I was adamant that, you know, from now on, all of these things are important. So if somebody is trying to book me, you know, and I have something, then boom, this is, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do this. That's why I was so like, Sally. Yeah, I had to work for this interview. Any, yeah, man. You're yeah. like, nope, nah, nah this, this is a big weekend. Nah, don't do that, don't do that. Don't I will do it, do I will do it. I didn't have to say it. Because the thing, the thing is, the thing is, uh, uh-huh. listen, I've only been doing this thing full-time for two years, you know. No, you don't haven't. Forget. It's forget. been longer. It hasn't nah. been longer? No. Wait, 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 so wait, 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 think. wait. Didn't you have some bomb-ass finance job that you quit, like, five six years ago no no i only Tell quit me. that job in 2018 are you kidding me boy yes so oh, Charlie when, Jules, you've been when, grinding when, when 2014 2015 2016 17 you know all of that success of music was happening mm-hmm. you had a nine, I was to five? My nine to five yeah the key to success to the point where even when i had bookings yeah i yeah. remember um, my first booking in the states, it came from um Lauren Hill. Yes. When Alvin was like, "Charlie, Lauren Hill, they do something mm-hmm. tall, blah 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 blah," and he kept on saying it, but there was never really a confirmation. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to him, "Bro, just let me know because I need to take time of work mm-hmm. in time because I don't want to miss on this in, on this opportunity." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And these times, I wasn't even. I wasn't even with BB and Z like that as much. I was literally just doing my own thing. Your own thing, yeah. But they were always supportive of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. See, the, prob- the problem with that is that they were focused so much on ER at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't be the unfair person and be like, yo, what about me? What about me? So I just decided to do myself. Yeah. But they always brought me in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Afrochella, you know, you know, I always, I've always made it a point that I'm going to DJ for them yeah. no matter what. Yeah. They don't need to even worry about me charging for stuff because mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that because that's family. Anyways, yeah. I had to make sure that I had time off to do these bookings. Yeah. Even some of these bookings, I would um, I would, I would if if I had a booking on Saturday, mm-hmm. Thursday I would take time off. I would fly out on the Friday, mm-hmm. do the gig on the Saturday, leave on the Sunday, and they could be at work in the morning on a Monday. God damn! And they I go, go straight, straight to, work? to work on Monday. Yeah. Bro, that's not healthy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not healthy at Listen, all. I'll get I'll get to work with my suitcase in my hand. Oh. I'll leave it at the security desk point. Oh. When it's five, I'll just go straight home and sleep. Hmm. And then bear in mind that when you've gone back, you also need to check in with um you know my partner to be yeah. like, yo, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. But during the time that I was having a lot of these bookings, I wasn't even in a relationship at the time and it was a tough time as well but i also had to keep the steam going mm-hmm. i can't be like yo tell man is depressed and sad so i'm gonna not be taking these bookings and stuff like that because i needed the money because i wanted to save so that i'd be able to be like all right fuck this nine to five yeah i'm doing this thing like full time 
And it took a very long time because I kept on saying, I want to quit, I want to quit, I want to quit, I want to quit, I want to quit. But you don't just quit like that. Maybe that's why I thought that you had because, no. you know, I I'd heard that Charlie, and they were like, yo, Jules, he be, he be chagrin, like, that nigga got a serious job, finance, he's hella smart. And so I just knew that you couldn't be doing this hectic finance job and making this much success in the industry at the same time. So I just thought you had quit. But for the sake of uh, my international listeners who don't know everything that's popping in Ghana, BB&Z is... Um, can I call it our biggest record label in Ghana? Okay. Um, who's bigger? I don't even think BBNZ is mainly a record label anymore. Right now, right now, I don't know what the like, fuck they are. They just yeah, everything. They're creative. They're creative agency. <laughs> yep. Like they have their hands in literally everything mm-hmm. that is, you know, um, game changing in terms of the exactly. creative world. Exactly. You know? And one of I mean, the they artists, mm-hmm. they have, you know, six creators. Yep. You know, They've invested in so many things, including Afrochella, yep. including Aftime. Yep. They got a you TV know, station. Um, they have yeah. a, a, a online radio station. But mm-hmm. um, whatchamacallit, one half of the founding uh, people behind BBNZ, Alvin, mm-hmm. is a friend of yours and, of course, a dear friend of mine. And I used to tell Alvin, and I'm, I'm so glad you've learned the lesson. I used to tell Alvin, I was like, yo, your girlfriend going to dump you, bro. She's going to dump you, bro, because Alvin, was he's always on the move. He's always grinding. I'm like, when when do you have time to take out for dinner? When do you have time to have date night? And so, mm-hmm. so I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you, you know what I mean? Because it would really Don't suck. Don't get me wrong, though. Don't get me wrong, though. Uh-huh. There's still, like, disappointment. Bro, there was a disappointment recently a few months ago. But you're working like, on it. You're you're more aware of it. You see what I'm saying? And so you're working yeah, but you see, to balance but it's not it. easy. It's I can imagine. It's not easy to balance it. And and this goes back to my point mm-hmm. about, you know, how difficult and shady this industry is. Because, mm-hmm. again, I made that mistake of believing that quote-unquote term, everybody is your friend. Yep. You understand? Because I'm, I'm very generous and I like to support. You do. As much as I, I, like to, as, much as I can. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't expect much from anybody or i don't expect anything at all mm-hmm. you understand i'm not the type of guy who pulls up to a, a club or to a party and be expecting to be ushered in because of who i am now mm-hmm. i'm gonna wait in the queue and i'm gonna be like wait till my turn mm-hmm. get searched just like everybody else and yep. i'm getting you you, you are extremely humble that one yeah i don't i don't i don't care about stuff yeah but then it's just the little things mm-hmm. right and if I just see certain things, like I can make sacrifices for people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And 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 I won't even I won't even mention a name, huh? right? But I've made a sacrifice for someone so many times. Nigga, I want and... you to mention a name. Yes, yes. God damn it. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna do that because okay. that's 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 irresponsible. You know me. I was ready. I was ready to go but fight. I was ready to go fight this person. <laughs> we make a sacrifice for someone, mm-hmm. right? And I was putting my relationship on the line mm. for that person. Mm. You understand? I've had to explain to my partner that, listen, I had to do this. What we are supposed to do clashes mm-hmm. with something mm-hmm. that I, you know, was supposed to do for this person. Bear in mind that I was trying to cancel on that person, mm-hmm. but the person was, like, acting up like, Oh, nah, I nah, need nah, you. Nah, you got to come through understand? for me. Yeah. But then when it came to me, crickets. Brand new. Oh, excuses. Brand new. Yep. Not even brand new, just excuses. Mm. 
And it's just like, yo, and it's not like I'm even asking you for anything crazy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yo, for once, once in a year, I'm just trying to celebrate or have like some sort of celebration. Yo, just turn up. Yeah. You understand? There's some excuse. Mm -hmm. But then you go out of your way to do something for people who haven't even had anything to do with you. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. It's like Kim Promise and Kill Beats. Those are brothers. Yeah. Right? Yep. Kill Beats is doing the most for Kim Promise. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And Kim Promise knows that Kill Beats is doing the most for him. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Kill Beats is doing the most for Kim Promise. Hey. And Kim Promise will probably do the most for Kill Beast as well. Because mm -hmm. yep. they have a good relationship. A great but relationship. imagine Kim Promise is like giving Kim, Kill Beast is an excuse. And Kill Beast wants Kim Promise to just show up at maybe his engagement yeah. or his outdoor His outdoor for his daughter, yeah. But Kim Promise isn't able to, well, not that he isn't able to, he just gives some excuse. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up in a party in the mountains with Somewhere. Timberland. Snapchatting, yeah. You understand what I mean? <laughs> That's like Ooh. a disrespect. That that's more than disrespect. That's a stab in the heart. Yeah, yeah. And man. that's what I felt. Mm. And I feel like you know what? From that particular moment, it was just a wake up call. It's mm -hmm. like you know what? It's time to be a bit more stringent and be wary of the type of relationships that yeah. you have. It's kind of yeah. like a wake up call. Not to say that you dislike those people mm -hmm. or there's beef. You're just smarter. It's just that you need. To, you just have to distance yourself yeah. and protect your heart. Yeah, exactly. And your Exactly. Yeah. I think it was Rockstone, Reggie Rockstone, who said to me one time, I, I can't remember, we're talking about something. Um, he, he was going through a breakup. I've known Reggie since he was, since I was eight years old. So this, this has nothing to do with uh, Zella. But this was a long time ago and he was talking about a breakup that he was going through. And I was like, bro, but you, you can't just break up. You've loved this person for years. And he was like, nah. I don't have to, I don't have to be with them in order to love them. I can love them from afar. And like, it just, it was so profound and that has stayed with me throughout my life. So if somebody like does too much breaking and stomping on my heart, I'll love you and wish you well, but I will keep my fucking distance. This message here is for the devil. Yeah, the devil. Dear Mr. Devil, you will not mess up my day today. I'm happy. I'm healthy and I'm smiling. <laughs> so, so definitely I, I hear you on that. I definitely do. Wow. So is it, is, is it still fun for you? Because I'm sure as, as a younger creative going into this, it's like, oh my God, you know what I mean? But now yeah. that you realize how much work it is, uh, how unpleasant it can be, how do you still find your, your, your pockets of joy? Um, I think I've made it fun for myself now. Okay. Um, I feel like now I have somewhat positioned my world, myself mm -hmm. in a way where I can make the music that I want. Okay. Um, and I can be experimental with it. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy seeing people's reactions when they hear me do some weird shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's still fun for me. Yeah. I come in the studio every day, um, and I'm always listening to music. I mean, music will always be, you know, mm -hmm. a part of, you know, me or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's also become more fun because now with regards to the creative aspect of things in terms of visuals, mm -hmm. I'm heavily involved. Like, I've directed videos that I've oh. shot as well on my own. So it's kind of like learning on the job. Yeah. You kind of, like, envision what you would want to do mm -hmm. or how you would like to come across. 
Um, and then on top of that as well, it's just exciting to see how many different ethnicities message your music. Yeah, man. It was last year, yesterday, mm-hmm. that I had my first headline show in London. And I remember last year just looking at the crowd. And it was the same in New York. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the crowd, thinking that it's going to be all black people. But I'm seeing Asians, I'm seeing Latinos, yeah. I'm seeing white people, Hispanic mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whoa. You smart. You very smart. You a genius. Now, the <laughs> thing is, when I'm DJing, mm-hmm. I'm not always playing my music. I'm playing other people's music. Yes. And the feedback that I was getting from some of these people was, oh, you didn't play your song. You didn't da 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 because as a DJ, you want to keep the energy up. Exactly. And a lot of the music that I play or I make, it's, it's not up-tempo party. It's lounge, It's calm, it's mellow lounge. You understand? Yes, vibe. You understand? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be playing lounge music for mm-hmm. a bunch of 200 to 300 people. I want. I need to get the party going. Yeah. So that's resonating with me. Mm-hmm. So now moving forward, I just want to make records that are a bit more our temple mm-hmm. and obviously she will still do the sexy lounge music and everything yeah man and because you do it be... so fucking well oh my god all right y'all doing it what yeah ah. i mean you know last time when i was in um miami one guy came up to me and was like yo me and my girl we had like our first baby with you your music man <laughs> And I was like, Isn't that was, so this cool? is so awkward. That was so awkward. That's so awkward. I was like, oh, wow, bro. Wow. That's great. How old is the baby now? Uh, six months. Name is Isabel. I was like, oh. Oh, that's so right. cool. Yeah, that's so good. fucking cool. It was good. It was good. Look at Another Jules on his African encounter. Marvin Gaye tip. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. It was, it, was, it was an interesting encounter. <laughs> There was also another encounter, mm-hmm. which was quite like um, very emotional because mm-hmm. this was like 2016 December, mm-hmm. and you know it was one of these moments where I just felt like giving up. Mm-hmm. And then I was in Denmark, and I just finished DJing because I just had to DJ because I'd been booked. Yeah, the guy came up to me with his girl, and he held my hand like in a, a tight fist, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Bro, you don't know how much you're doing with your music." I don't know whether it was God that came in him mm-hmm. and he was speaking to him. But the way this guy held my fist here mm-hmm. with his girl standing there as well, mm-hmm. I was like, well, how does your girl feel about this? <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> and then, but he was just looking at me. It was like, bro, you have, um, you, you don't, don't sleep on your ability. Mm-hmm. Don't ever play yourself. And what you're doing with your music is going to change lives. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Like at that particular moment, like I was not shaking, but my heart was racing because mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow!" It felt like a like, word. It was. It was, it was a, that yeah, you it was, needed yeah. to hear. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, like it was a word. There'll mm-hmm. be so many times where I've just been so I've been on a rant where I'm like, "Nah, I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm mm-hmm. tired of everybody. Blah blah blah. I'll go back to my finance, and then you know just." do these numbers and make my money and just go home and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do that. So yeah, that was a, that was an interesting, uh, I love interesting it. encounter. I love it. Yep. Yeah. God sends you angels when you need them. That one did. There's no two ways about it. But as yeah. a, as a dark skinned girl, I know I've, I know I've thanked you on radio before, but my listenership is very different now. Okay. I got people from all over the world. <laughs> I want to thank you again as a dark-skinned girl 
for your videos and the way they have represented. Uh, be, be, before Beyonce came with her brown skin girl, Jules, you were dropping videos. Well, I have never seen such dark skin, beautiful, gorgeous. Hey, the women, the women, like your videos. And I was like, is he doing this on purpose? Like your yeah. videos just make us brown skin girls feel so fucking seen. Now on the like your videos are everything to me. Not only are they a fucking vibe and just make you want to, you know, be in love yeah. and chill out, but we look fucking good. <laughs> and I was like, where is he getting these girls? The girls yeah. wanted to be popping. I mean, Yo, was I mean, it was it was like, conscious, right? I have a sister, you know. Mm -hmm. I've well, I've sisters. Mm -hmm. Um my mom and my partner who look exactly like those girls that mm -hmm. you see, right? Gorgeous. And I just used to remember, you know, there's just one day where I was just like watching TV. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the usual video vixens that mm -hmm. you see. Yeah. They're mixing them up. Like a lot of them were white girls. This mm -hmm. is the standard thing. Mm -hmm. And I just remember by accident hearing these conversations about, you know, why do they always have and it was like um it was like um i don't know i just felt like it was important for me to be able to show the young black girls mm -hmm. that listen don't think about what people think you know because i'll be honest with you there's some young guys here well in london anyway mm -hmm. who really shit on dark, on dark skin, skin girls so shit it's the same over here it's the same over here. Heavy. Yep. They call them all sorts of names. Yeah. That's racist. And God willing, I'll be a father soon. God <gasps> forbid, I would want a guy. Wait, no, 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 that, no, no, no. This okay, 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 okay. Really, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy. I'm just wish. I'm just putting that out there. Of, yes. Of course, I would like to be a dad. Soon. Oh, it's what happened. It's what happened. Amen. Amen. But then, mm -hmm. I'm just like, God forbid, I wouldn't want to see. If I have a daughter, yeah, some guy just saying, "Oh, you're so black. Oh, you're so black," and this and that, and then <sighs> knowing how she will feel, yeah, that's that. Because I've had my own racial experience as well. Mm. It wasn't the greatest as well. Mm. So it's kind of like I wouldn't want that to happen. But you don't want to be the guy who's always. I mean, yeah, from time to time you speak out on these things, mm -hmm. but it's better that these things are actually just shown. Yeah. So of course you just. You know, because rep representation matters. A platform. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you yep. just do it to your platform. Yep. Representation. So it literally matters. became, it literally became uh, a requirement. Mm -hmm. Anytime we're shooting a video, please let's make sure that we we look for you know, some beautiful dark brown skin girls, black yes. brown skin mm -hmm. girls mm -hmm. as well. Yep. You know, and, and yeah, mixed race girls as well, but black girls. Yep. Yeah, like yep. I, like. Just to make sure that listen, guys, I'm 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 recruiting you mm -hmm. to be able to put a message out there mm -hmm. that you know um, you stand for something, yeah. and all the little children out there will mm -hmm. be looking out looking out for you. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, man. I love it. Let me tell you what else I really love. I really love the fact that in your latest video, Twitch. Uh, and Kwame Nye MP, Mayewa, did I say it right? Mayewa. Mayewa. Spend my money on Mayewa. I love that you gave the entire video to Dance God Lloyd and Afrobeast. 
because these yeah. these two boys, in my opinion, have single handedly done so much, mm-hmm. so much for Ghanaian dancers, mm-hmm. like West African dancers, to mm-hmm. give them a whole video to just do their fucking thing. Yeah, was just so dope, so dope. These boys have created dances. You see what I'm saying? That everybody's just doing. They don't even probably know where it came from, or they don't Lloyd, even care Lloyd, to know. Yo, Lloyd, um, and it's a Prisac boy. Ah, do I love yeah. Prisac boys? <laughs> Lloyd, yeah, you said Prisac boy. Yeah, yeah. I have both um, my brothers are Prisac boys. Well, two of them. Lloyd is probably one of the few that I have said to them, "Just do your thing." Yep. With regards to visuals mm. because most of the time i'll be a bit anal and i'll be like i want to be there i want to see how it's going this this and that mm-hmm. but lawyer just told me that bro trust me i'll go down for you hey. and i was like bro you know what boom let's discuss so we had a discussion mm-hmm. we discussed budgets this mm-hmm. this and that i told him bro this is what i can afford mm-hmm. what can you do with this i was like all right bro no worries yeah. i'll do what i can i was so fire. surprised it's fucking Fire. Dopeness is what I like the most. Dopeness. People who want to make things as dope as possible. I was so surprised. As soon as I saw it, I went right to his page. I was like, yo, bro. I said, the song is fire and the video is fucking bananas. Bananas. Yeah, like he and Afrobeast. Like, I can't wait to go back to Ghana because I need to take them out. (laughs) Yeah, man. But then then they they, they brought the song to life. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and I like that. And I hope that the song does what it can do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like when it comes to Ghanaian music, it would forever be a grower. You understand? Mm. Um, the big guys always do their numbers. Yeah. But for this song, I think I'll just let it do what it can do. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same with the Kim Thomas and the this song. I think I want to make it a point to always drop a song or two, mm-hmm. which is just fully Ghanaian. You know? Nice. Um, I've been working with Twitch a lot. Actually. Twitch is amazing. Uh, Twitch yeah. is amazing. I feel like I feel like he's the. I feel like I think he's the one. You know. You think he's the one? I think he's the one too. Yeah. I think he's the one I too. Think Twitch, what, what, I think Twitch is the one. I I came upon Twitch by accident. Mm-hmm. I was you, you know every once in a while you'll be doing something on social media and then like YouTube automatically plays shit after you finish watching mm-hmm. something like something will just come up and I was mm-hmm. like who the fuck is this kid talking about. Mm-hmm. Take your take what what was the song? Take your love or take like it was a it was a song like chick. Okay, if you want to act funny, like take yourself and go. Oh, you're talking about the song with Christiata and Kiddy. I can't remember um, what it was called though. I'm moving on. I know we Charlie. Take your something, and I know say we go die one day. So take your something. I know the song you're talking about. Exactly. I'll pull it up. Yeah, and I was like, yo, I think I was Superman. How did it go? How did it go? I'm gonna be your superman. I'm gonna be your superman. Unless it was one no. of his freestyles. No, no, no. It was older than that. Hold on. Let me pull it up. This one. Because Vision was still my DJ. You see what yeah, I'm saying? So it yeah. And I was like, who is this cat? I'm a fan. I mean, he has been doing music since 2017. But I think the attention came about like 2019 when he had the Superman song. And I was um, like... Who is this guy? Because it was funny. Like, he he mixes humor with his shit, and he sounds amazing. (laughs) And And you can tell that he wants to learn. Based on the conversations that we've had, Mm -hmm. you know, you know that he wants to learn. You know that he wants to do, you know, good for himself. You know, he wants to, like, literally understand how it works and, 
you know, get out there and knows that he has to kind of like switch it up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's learning. And I guess we'll, I, I'm learning from him as well because I'm kind of like trying to figure out what kind of sound to, to make. Should I try and create or with try him. and exactly mm-hmm. and make that will kind of like make sense. It, it, w- it was featuring Quasi Arthur. It was called Take Your Something. If you are in this auditorium, let me see your shouting. Yeah! That was the song. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe take your something. Song. No, it was Twitch's yeah. song. It was Twitch's song. I need to check. Yeah, because I was like, it came out. Well, it was posted two years ago. It was posted by Ground Up Charlie, but I was like, who yeah. is this cat, yo? It was the. It reminded me of the. Remember the um, fuck all that shit. It don't mean shit mm-hmm. now. Yes, it reminded mm-hmm. me. Uh, it had that kind of energy, and I had yeah. never really heard a Ghanaian cat do that and do it well. Yeah. And yeah, we just yeah, started yeah. playing that shit and playing that shit. I never got a chance to interview him before I left the country, but I definitely always like looked out for his shit and supported it. So I'm excited. You yeah, and no, Twitch. I feel like Woo! I feel like he's the one. Mm. Um. I like and that. He's one of my favorite at the moment. Mm-hmm. Wallace is always my favorite. Wallace. The first Wallace time, the first time I met Wallace, it was remember back. Um, there was this. It, it used to happen at Alliance Francaise, and it was an annual event where they just brought out these new acts. And yeah. yes, um, what was it, it was done by. Um, I wasn't it done by. Um, wasn't it done by um, Aquado Oak? Mm, no. It was done. Okay. It was called. What's it called Beat Freaks or the girl who DJs for Manifest? The girl DJ. She the girl was, was the mom. Yes, she was one of the girls. She was one of the brains behind it, and it was at that. I don't remember the the girl who wears the mask. I know who I'm talking about. Yes, um, I can't remember her either. That's because she's off in Europe, just DJing her Keezus. DJ Keezus. There you go. That's her name, and. It was Keezus and some other people they put together. It was called Beat Freaks. And it was the first time that I heard Ayat. I heard Kuvi. I heard King Promise. And then I heard Walassi. Meanwhile, Walassi's album had been circulating for a bit. And I just never, you know, there's a lot of shit to go through. And I just never listened to it. And when I saw him performed, afterwards, I made my way through the crowd. And I found this boy. And I said, bro, I'm sorry. I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. I slept on you. I'm going to start rinsing your shit from today going. And like, well, I see. Well, I see. Well, I see. Oh, boy. Yep. He's another one who will listen to. And he's another one with tons of fire. I feel like we could go on tour. Yeah, man. And, you know, really shut down. I want one love and Mensa. And Mensa do. Yep. I feel like he can definitely have his own. Wow. See, just talking about music gets me excited. I miss playing music every morning. I really do. But it's all good. Chale, what are we Let me even ask you a question. What? How, um, how? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> do you miss radio and will you go back? I, I, uh, nigga, I've been waiting for somebody to fucking call my ass. I'm like, am I, people think I'm too expensive or something? I'm ready 
to go back. Matter so of fact, you'd go back, so you'd go back to Ghana if somebody easy could. with the quickness. With the quick, mm. my daughter's ready. Between mm. not, be, I, I was gonna say between me and you, fuck that. Everybody's the podcast will be out next Friday. Everybody's gonna hear it. Yesterday, mm. when I put my daughter to bed, she had mm. a breakdown. My seven-year-old daughter cried herself to sleep and I had to cuddle her. She said, I miss my friends. Yes, Mm -hmm. I miss my friends. I miss, she said, I'm sad I didn't bring all my dolls with me. She says, am I ever going to see, and she starts naming them, am I going to see Inshira? Am I going to see Lyndon? Am I ever going to see them again? And I'm like, and and a lot of people think, oh, we're in America and it's all good. And it is. I don't want to come off like an asshole. A lot of people do not have the opportunities that I do to be fired right. and then within a week be in America and like, it's all yeah, gravy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, I yeah. know where my heart is. I know where my daughter's heart is. So nigga, if I get the call today, mm-hmm. we are packed up okay. and we are out. I was visiting once a year with my daughter. She, she see her cousins and she see, you know, her aunties and uncles like, yeah. We were born here. Like we can come anytime we yeah. want, but where we want to be, ah, Ghana, sweet do. Ah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. I don't know. People, people just. And I was taking a pretty coin from YFM. I was, and so maybe people are just like, mm, we can't afford her. But please, there's a message. Whoever wants me, call me. Let's talk. I'm ready to come back. Did you go home. back to YFM? Fuck no. Hell yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. And let me let me let me add on to that. Okay, the reason that ten of us, five five or six of us on air personalities at the top of our game got fired was because management was shit. So I regret stepping down as general manager and letting other people steer the ship because that's why we got into money problems and that's why people had to get fired when COVID came along and bills just yeah. couldn't be paid. So if I were to ever go back, only way I'm going back is if I bring in motherfuckers that I know can do the job and I get rid of motherfuckers that I know cannot do the job. That's the only way. Because right now they're in trouble. They need a huge revamping and they know it, but ain't shit they could do at this point. I don't take so I don't take madness. I don't take far. I don't take so far, minutes. But I would I would prefer not to. I would prefer to go and create another amazing, you know what I mean? Another amazing team. You smart. Charlie. I mean it was eleven years and it was fun. But let's 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 do something else. Let's do something else. So please when you open your station or your rec- well, your record label. I'm ready, Jules. I lived in London for a long time. This is so. the com- listen, the com- the company is already the shop. Hey, I'm is just there- to get rich. No, I mean, of course, like uh-huh. you're working by yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to have a company so you can file your taxes. Okay. But, um, you see, you are so it's smart. A <laughs> he said that you would, a- he said I'm not going to jail for nobody, Mr. Finance Man. Yeah, he sure. said my taxes. Long I time. love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then mm-hmm. I do hope that with time, mm-hmm. I can turn it into like a proper label, mm. and then I'll be able to sign my own artist, and you know, obviously use this opportunity to mm-hmm. teach production as well. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I don't have the capacity to do that because it's expensive. Yeah, you're gonna need a team. 
you're going to yeah, need a serious absolutely. team because because you're not yeah. going to stop creating your own stuff. You see what I'm saying? You're still going to be yeah. an artist. You're still going to be a producer. And you want to, you know, ha- have a record label. And you're going to be a dad by that time, too. Nigga, you're going to need a team. I'm down. I'm ready to sign. Yeah. Maybe you know my email. So when y'all ready? Holla <laughs> me. Yeah. Holla yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I will, I will, I will. Mm-hmm. This was good, man. Yeah. But on a serious note, Charlie, let's let's send out some serious prayers for Nigeria before Listen. we yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Between that, you and official Kwame, like y'all have y'all were the ones that really before everybody else picked it up, the BBCs, the CNNs, like you and official Kwame's tweets and Instagram posts are what brought it to my attention. Y'all were extremely vocal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I like to imagine that official Kwame has you know, some relationships with Nigerians. Oh, yeah, I a have lot. Mm-hmm. Loads of I can't imagine. But my godfather, my godfather is Nigerian. Okay. So, you know, I've been here about Nigeria since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When I was in Legon, my first roommates were all Nigerian. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I came back to London, mm-hmm. majority of my study groups were full of Nigerians. Mm-hmm. I was one of Nigerians. One of my best friends is Nigerians as well. Mm-hmm. So I understand, you know, what is happening because I've heard about them speak about this countless times. Mm. You know, they always talk about, I can't wait to move to Ghana. I can't wait to move to Ghana. I'm just thinking to myself, ah, you guys have all this oil. Like, yeah. you guys are good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um... And and I'm just like, you guys are just complaining for no reason. Yeah. But then, having worked closely with a lot of them, and then them just speaking mm-hmm. about some of the little Burner Boy, I had sex with Burner Boy, mm-hmm. where we could just be vibing. Then all of a sudden, Burner Boy switches into military fellow mm. Kuti mood, mm. where he's just talking about the politician. And, and he's clued up. He's clued up. Whiskey clued up wow. when it comes to those things, especially what's happening on, on the streets. Mm-hmm. When they call, we're talking about, you know, his life when he was in an area called Mushin, mm-hmm. which is a the ghettoist of ghettos. Mm. And how crazy things are. And obviously they're so grateful to be where they are. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is poverty in Nigeria is a mad thing. Challenge. So what they're going through at the moment, I think it's 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 just like it's it's kind of like the George Floyd thing. Yeah, when yeah. everybody saw that gruesome murder, mm-hmm. and all black people around the world were just like, "Nah, man, no, nope, we're not gonna stand for this, this shit. This, this is this is this is enough." Yep, it happened to someone recently, yesterday, um, in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, so this police brutality thing is happening all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't like is how the whole world seems to be jumping on the George Floyd bandwagon. Mm-hmm. But then they were quiet about Nigeria. But then they were quiet about mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a few protests when the George Floyd thing happened. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to go to any of the protests when um, the SARS, you know, protests were happening, they were mm-hmm. losing lives. Mm-hmm. But I was vocal about it and I was donating. Mm-hmm. I think I'll do exactly the same for any other African country. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm just Ghanaian anymore. It's just more, I'm, I'm more Pan-African. Pan-African, yep. 
And I feel like the world I'm in now or what I do or what I represent, it's important for me to represent my continent on the whole, no matter yep. where I am. Mm. You know, I'm a Londoner born and raised, but I've lived in Ghana as well, mm-hmm. and my parents are Ghana, mm-hmm. so it's important that I let those roots reflect in everything I do, not just mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it's also important that with my music, I'm able to capture the attention of other people around the world. Mm-hmm. So now I have everybody looking at me, mm-hmm. not just for music, but also just finding out what's going on in my continent and mm-hmm. how they can help and just kicking knowledge, really. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Charlie, like I said, I said this uh, on my last episode, it's going to be a long fight because the corruption in Nigeria, Charlie, is, is ingrained. Like, it's... Not just the corruption, Niger. Mm, like, the corruption... The whole continent. Yeah. You understand? I mean, this this, this is... We might need to do another podcast episode for this one. Because... (laughs) Right? Because when it happened, no leader spoke out. No. No leader spoke Mm -hmm. out. It it was like they were either all shook or they didn't care. Our president spoke. Mm -hmm. Grateful for that, but it was late. Yeah, and it was after everybody cussed him out. Fellow Ghanaians. And you're the chairman of ECOWAS. Yep. I believe. Yeah, he is. And I just didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But from the, 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 the tweets and the message that he made, it sounded like he wasn't getting any good correspondence from his Nigerian counterpart. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So we don't know what was said on that phone conversation between him and the you know, Nigerian leader. But when um, Buhari came out with that address, mm-hmm. there was a hidden threat in that address that was like, international allies and people who are showing concern with what's happening in Nigeria, they're grateful. Mm-hmm. But, but mind you need your to business. Get your oh, okay. And mind your business. Mm-hmm. Fuck the government. Nigga, fuck anybody controlling this system. If that's not a threat, no, I don't know. I mean it it, it it is, but it don't it don't keep a motherfucker from the from the Hague. Like if you fuck around and petitions are signed, the ICC is a very uh what it was the inter- international criminal court, it's a very real thing. Yeah. So, so it like, is, but then at the same time, we need to be careful because if sanctions are imposed mm-hmm. on any African country, mm-hmm. that is a bad sign. Yes, because we've seen what's happened in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. War, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. If that was to happen in a place like Nigeria, yeah. God knows what. And it wouldn't affect down. the people that you want it to affect. It will affect the people who are already suffering. So that exactly. one, yeah, yeah. I and and you it that. just and it just you know, it just ruins a lot of things. Mm. Like sometimes you question yourself: Are we really independent? Hmm. Have we really gone into history and understood what agreement deals were signed hmm. between Kwame and Kuma and the British colonialists? Are we really independent? Do we have some agreement? Because there's some French colonies that still have deals with France. That's by the fact that they're independent. People don't know that. Yeah, Haiti. So, Haiti, I read that shit. It busted my yeah. mind. It bust your mind. See, I said, it bust your mind. Even some countries, in, <laughs> even some Francophone countries, mm, they cannot do some things. That's mm-hmm. by being independent. They can't do some things mm. without consulting um, France. Disgusting. It's a whole bunch of things. So, you know, despite the fact that we were independent in this year, this, this, time, the third, mm-hmm. there are also some hidden things. But I think all of these things are happening to encourage the youth to read up. Yep. You know, black people, we don't like to read. We really don't. But 
I think, and that's why, and that's why, I appre- that's right why now. I appreciate Burner Boy because he he has the club bops, but then he will also give you history in a song. African Giants uh, is hmm. a album that you can dance to. Mm-hmm. But then one day you're gonna actually play the album on your balcony mm-hmm. with your drink yep. or whether you smoke or whatever, and actually listen to what he's saying. Mm. And then you realize that actually this should be. Yep, yep. Other story with manifest. Yes. Like collateral damage. Yep. They wanna tell you, tell you, tell you. Another story, story, story. Since nineteen sixteen. Listen, them they play us, why you? That's my saying, shit. He's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we haven't had an album like that in a long time. A long time. Where you're able to merge a good message mm-hmm. with music that can make you dance. Yep. So you can be doing the zanko and everything. Mm-hmm. But these times, the message is very strong. I That's why it. I'm pissed that he didn't get that Grammy. Grammy. But, you know. It, it's it's, it's going to come. It's going to come. Yeah. It's going to come for sure. Before I let you go, what is the most important lesson that you have learned during this COVID period about yourself, about the world, whatever you want to tell the listeners? Because it's a crazy um, time. For myself, mm-hmm. I realized that I need to come to terms with a lot of things that I never had come to terms with growing up. And I want to take the necessary steps to kind of like attack those issues. Mm-hmm. I feel like it will make me a better person. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be, you know, therapy or, you know, getting closer to God. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those are things that are kind of like my focus right now. Yeah. Family. B- both, um, both both are awesome. Therapy yeah. and getting closer to God. So that one, yeah, I encourage, yeah. encourage you. Yeah. Yep. Family. Family mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't. I think I underestimated how lucky I am to be where I am. Mm. Um, and you know, I think I'm blessed that you know my family has supported me in my mm-hmm. decision. I mean, just imagine, you know, your your, your, your parents always have this vision for you. Yep. You know, oh, he was supposed to be a doctor. He was supposed to be a banker. This, this, and that, and the third. And you decided to be a producer, and a DJ, and doing music. Mm-hmm. And um, some parents will be embarrassed. Some parents would even want to like acknowledge you, mm-hmm. but you know my parents are like they 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 cheer me on all the time. Oh, I love you know, that. and they they're always you know excited to hear what I do. It's still weird for me though, because <laughs> I feel like I know that they're kind of like not understanding or used to it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like sometimes you don't even talk and stuff, but when they see you down or they like ask questions but you kind of like break it down to mm-hmm. them then they're like oh so this is kind of like a big deal mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that type of thing mm-hmm. uh, I, I, so think, I think I think yeah. I think as as a parent as a parent they don't mm-hmm. have to get it they're just happy that you're doing what you want and you're happy yeah that that's really all it is yeah, yeah. as long as you're happy that's yeah. good yep of course, they have their worries about financial mm-hmm. stability and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I just say to them that, listen, man, mm-hmm. you guys weren't rich until you were your forty something. This, this, mm-hmm. and that. But let me hustle and find my way. If I'm struggling or another, I cannot make ends meet, or I'm at the lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Yep. But and until that's... then, you kind of like need to let me 
take this journey on my own. Yep. And th- and that's another big thing. The fact that they hear you say this and they say, all right, Jules, we hear you. It means they trust you. And that's another big thing for a parent to be able to yeah. trust their kid. Chale, so yeah, you good. Yeah. You good. Yeah, 100%. Good. Yep. That's definitely some of the things that I've learned. I've been able to create some interesting sounds. Okay, so we'll be we going here like, though. <laughs> next year i guess okay okay i'm trying to come i'm i'm, I'm hoping that i can put my my first album out mm-hmm. um in the second quarter second quarter yeah that's a long so, that's far jules yeah no it's not it's not it's just like four or five months away look at you you think yeah. four or five months we're in november we're in november, we're in november next week then december january february april yeah boom Okay, but there'll be bops along yeah. the way. I know that for sure. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's hope the experimental bops. So if people get it, they get it. They <laughs> don't, then uh-huh. well, it is what it is. But awesome. I'm sure people will mess it. They're trying to bring Azonto back. So, they are. Well, I think I'm trying to. Oh, you are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, look, I had no problem with Azonto. I think Azonto did a lot for uh, Ghanaian confidence all around the globe. So, hey, I'm I'm here for it. Azonto, Azonto had a purpose. Azonto, yeah. yep. So that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, before, last thing, last thing, and I'm going to let you go, just to share a little family joke with you. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you do not remember this, but... One of my brothers who swears yeah. that he was meant to be a rapper. He's also here in Texas. He and his wife and his kids are in Arlington. It's about 20 minutes away from where I live with my sister. But we get together every yeah. weekend, you know, to eat, make sure the kids play and have a good time, you know. And I tease him. I tease him, Pa. I'm like, yo, nigga, remember that time you came to me? You're like, yo, now nah, you got some friends that could give me a beat. And then I brought you like six, six or eight joints from Jules, and you were like, "Nah, I'm not feeling them." I said, "I said, I said, don't you feel stupid now?" <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. This. You remember that? <laughs> I, remember this. I tease I him about this. that shit to this day. To this yeah, it's too day. late now. Yeah, too late now, nigga. <laughs> not unless you are going to sell the family car. <laughs> and send you nah, some I some could, dollars. <laughs> I could I could I could call it <laughs> Yeah, man. Bill. But that's that's how yeah. far back we go. Yeah. Yep. Two thousand and nine. Yo, crazy. Yeah. Long Good time. times. Good times. Yeah. I'm proud of you, bro. I really am. Thank you, man. I'm proud of you've you. Been, you've been there from the beginning to now. Charlie. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's we don't find a lot of people like you. You know, I remember 2009 when you were. You're not gonna make me cry. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that. Mm. I remember when you played, um, literally just one of my instrumentals on the radio, and I was like, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> my, 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 my instrumentals on the radio. I was so excited. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was so excited. And then you know, just to think of right now, it's just you know, you're one of the people who who supports me, so I'll forever. Forever be grateful, Charlie. Thank you for the exclusive that you threw my way to. I will. I am forever grateful. (laughs) Forever grateful. Since this is coming out, um, you said this is coming out when? For next Friday, or is it this Friday? I I don't know. I I'm horrible with these things. (laughs) If it's 
it's it, next it, Friday. I hope it's, it's not this Friday. It's wait, no, it's next Friday. I swear to God, it's today is Friday. Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, because the last yeah. time I put out, it's next Friday. So the eighth mm-hmm. or the seventh. The hold on, let me pull up my calendar because I put out an episode last week and we I talked about SARS. Um, yeah, yeah so it's mm, the ninth, right? Yeah, ninth, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I couldn't, I can say this then. Wait, hold um, up, I'm looking at I'm looking at October, that'll be November. November. Mm, is that the sixth? Yeah, 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 November 6th, that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So if it comes on November 6th, all right, cool. I can say this now. Oh, say it. So, um, I have, so in the UK, right? Yes. We have, um, national radio. Okay. So if you're on national radio, it's kind of like a big deal. Mm-hmm. So like for black music, especially, you know, the main stations have always been BBC One Extra mm-hmm. or BBC Radio One or Capital or Capital, Capital Extra. Yep. And then we have Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I have my own radio show. <gasps> um, what? Kiss FM. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I have my own radio show on Kiss FM. Oh my god! Um, it's they're not a lot of Afrobeat, so I've been given Tuesdays nights. Uh-huh. Um, on Kiss FM, uh-huh. the main Kiss FM, nine to eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll become a radio broadcaster. Oh, oh, look at you! Some of the best in African music. All oh over my world. god! Yeah. Oh, this is so cool! Hey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations, bro! Yeah. See? Thank you. It's, see? It'll be interesting to see, see? how it happens, well. Yes, and this this is what will give you the ginger. So that you open your own station, and then I'll be a general manager in Ghana. So I mean, I know, I'm, I'm looking at you. I know, I know I'm coming yeah. back home, nigga. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah, when this podcast is out, mm-hmm. people yep. will probably know as well. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you know me, dear. You shoot me the artwork, dear. We'll definitely circulate it, and I know I can listen online. This 100%. is gonna be cool. Yay! 100%. Well, welcome to my world. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting to see what it's going Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you for your time. I know you've been super busy, and that that was fun. Yes. Thank you so much for yep. having me. Man. Oh, man. All right, yeah. Jules. I'll talk to all you later, right. homie. Be safe, all right? Take care, man. All right, Be wear safe. that mask. Okay, then. <laughs> all right. All right. My team is global, baby. So it doesn't matter where you are on God's green earth. Hit us up, all right? For promotion, advertising, new music releases. If you got relationship questions, I I give great advice. I'm serious, all right? Drop me an email on fire at thegoldcoastreport.com. That's on fire, O-N-F-Y-E, at thegoldcoastreport.com. You can spell that, right? You good, you good. Or you can hit me up on WhatsApp. My number is 0508-747676. Don't forget, that's a Ghana number, all right? So make sure you put a plus 233 in front of that bitch if you internationally linking us. On Fire, the podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the Gold Coast Report at the Gold Coast Report. Artwork, Matthew Jr. Ade Mensa at Levi Mensa. We do not own rights to some of the music used in this podcast. Thank you.